morning, family. Can you all hear me in the back? Can you hear me in the back? Thumbs up? Cool. Oh, just so-so. <clears throat> Don't make me put my Navy voice on. Can you guys hear me better now? Sweet. <clears throat> I'm Kev Hayes. Uh, sorry, not Father Minoj. Uh, one of my great joys is to be a leader of our mission in Guatemala. And uh, I'll introduce Mallory Shea here in a minute. She was a mission traveler this summer, and she'll share her reflection. Uh, after which time, I'll get up, put a bow on this, and hand the service back over to the professionals. Uh, I want to start this morning with a very quick foreign language lesson. The word is maltiosh. So I'm going to break it down. Repeat after me. Mal. Mal. T. T. Osh. Maltiosh. Sweet. Very nice. <clears throat> I have been a part of the Guatemala Mission uh, Ministry since uh, 2010. And I have traveled each year uh, that did not include the word pandemic. Uh, every trip is unique, but they all have a few takeaways in common. A re-energized reverence for community. A deeper appreciation for the words, Matiosh e Dios, thanks be to God. And third, a centering that results when you are no longer the star of your life's movie, someone else becomes that star. Partners in mission in Guatemala trips do not follow a typical model, one where missionaries arrive, do they engage in a hands-on project, then depart. Please don't get me wrong, those missions are wonderful. They really are. And they are of tremendous benefit. No, the primary activity of your St. Anne's mission is the simple but profound act of being. It is in this purposeful act of being that each person becomes part of the greater community and they start to transform. This personal transformation starts the first day in the village. Okay, I will admit I stack the deck a little bit when I plan our agenda. There are many necessary meetings with education, health, finance committees, and with the leadership of the latrine projects in each village. But the first thing we do is immerse with the villagers. No agenda, no pretense, simple immersion. The Maya are a very private and shy people. However, because of our persistent relationship through three decades, we are welcomed and invited to immerse directly in village life as seamlessly as if we had never left. Our immediate acceptance by the community and especially the children of the village is what makes this first imprint on the mission team. 
That act of acceptance is followed soon after by the team marveling at the transparent fluidity between individual family and community. The mission team is further transformed by the simple and loving way that the community thrives together. Now with that, I'm gonna pause here and introduce Mallory, have her come up with her, for her reflections. One thing that made my experience a little different from everyone else's on the mission trip was that I did not know a single bit of Spanish going to Guatemala. I took Italian classes in school, which if you don't know is pretty similar to Spanish, but when you're talking to a kid who's spoken Spanish their whole life, they kind of just look at you funny. Now, eventually I caught on a little, but the beautiful thing is that God gave us this gift where we don't need words to communicate with each other. For one of the days, all of the kids and parents from the villages gathered with us to play games at the schoolhouse and to just exist in the present moment together as one big community. Everyone could leave their worries and the stress from work and everyday life behind and focus on the connections we were making, not through words, but through laughter and smiles and a little bit of friendly competition. In this moment, the kids could forget all about the super heavy burdens that they carry and the overwhelming amount of responsibilities that they have to take care of at home. The parents got to see their kids just being kids and having fun, which is something that I realize we take for granted a lot here. With the kids, we had some stations with different games for them to play in order for them to learn a little bit of English. One group did hopscotch where they would say the numbers. Another group did Pictionary where they would try and draw a word that they got in English. And I was in charge of telephone, which is where you say a word and they pass it around. And I thought that was going to be easy until I realized that I had no way to explain to them what in the world a tree was besides a word that sounded really funny. As the nerves are building up and I get my first group, I see this really young girl, probably about three or four, and she looks way more nervous than I am. She's trying to hide and be in the back, but ends up sitting right next to me, so she's getting the final end of telephone. <laughs> we try the first round and I whisper a word, and the kids pass it around the circle. When it gets to be this girl's turn, she just blankly stares at me and then hid behind her friend. And her friend leans over and tells me that she speaks no English at all and is scared to talk in front of the rest of the group. For the rest of the words, when it got to her at the end, I had her friend help her say the word in Spanish to the group, and I said the word in English. So she helped to create more of an understanding for the rest of the group. This interaction with this young girl had such an effect on me because she went from being too shy to speak in front of the group to assuming a leadership role and becoming a crucial part of everyone's understanding. This very young girl became a leader, which is not something that a lot of women get the chance to do in these villages in Guatemala, and I hope that she inspires other women to be strong, and I hope that I had as much of an impact on her life as she did on mine. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Mallory. Now let's revisit today's gospel lesson. On his way to Jerusalem, our Savior Jesus Christ performed a healing miracle 
on 10 lepers. And yet only one, a Samaritan, returned to pay homage and to thank Jesus. Jesus was moved by the act of thanks, and he responded, get up, go on your way, your faith has made you well. So confession time. I've read this passage so many times in my life, and I've always thought, what's the big deal, you know? I mean, they were all healed. And then in preparation for today, I read a different translation that goes like this. Jesus said, stand up, for your faith has saved you. Wow. I've been healed quite a few times in my life. But being saved, that's for real. If you want to have an impact, make a connection. Now, have you ever wondered what it must have been like to be the Samaritan? This, this man, Jesus, was a foreigner. And yet this Galilean, without obligation, gifted the Samaritan with this kind and loving act. Braving the systemic prejudice that existed between the two cultures, this leper returned to his Savior and offered all that he could, which was to kneel in gratitude and shout, praise God. We read how Jesus was impacted too. He went beyond healing and saved the sick person. Sometimes, if you want to be impacted, make a connection. While we were in Guatemala, we see the communities constantly praising God for all that they have and thanking St. Anne's for all that you make possible. Like the Samaritan in our gospel lesson, they offer what they can, which comes in two distinct acts. First, in the incredible love, caring, and community which, with which they embrace us. Second, by making these gifts that are laid across the rail. Each one of these textiles represents sacrifice to purchase the wool and months of effort to spin the yarn and hand weave each item. It is their way of saying, thank you, St. Anne's. If you want to have an impact, make a connection. A common question that I get from potential travelers, it, well, the common question I get from the parents of potential travelers is, is this mission dangerous? So, uh, well, uh, you can ask the Dolly family. Uh, each one of the Dolly youth, Peter, Aaron, Laura, and Katie, have been on this mission. And Peter and Katie have continued their connection as members of the Guatemala Advisory Board. You can ask the Biddles, whose two sons have been on many missions, with Sam also serving on the advisory board. You can ask the Purnells whose daughter, Mary, joined me on my first mission trip in 2010 and is now on the executive committee. You can ask the McNitz, as they are in the middle of their family connection to this mission. You can ask the Traumers of Colorado, whose son, Finn,
Sorry. You can ask the traumers of Colorado, whose son, Finn, <laughs> joined, gee whiz, I'm better at this, you know, in, when I'm doing it at home, um, joined us in 2019. He subsequently started raising money and donating it to fund materials and resources for the English class in the village. His parents allowed his sister, Vivian, to join the mission this year after Finn's tragic death in August. Of course, you can talk to Linda and Wayne Adamson, who have been the driving forces behind this mission for nearly all of those 30 years. You can ask this beautiful soul behind me, Mallory, about more of her experiences. And you can ask many people here in the pews or watching from home who have already made the connection and have had an impact. So yes, it is, a da it is dangerous mission work because you may not return. Sorry. Yes, it is dangerous mission work because you may not return the same as you were when you left. <laughs> and that can be life-changing. Not everyone can go to Guatemala. But this is only one example of the mission work that St. Anne's does. You have so many opportunities to have an impact and to be impacted by making your own connections. St. Anne supports more than 60 ministries that serve God's people locally, nationally, and internationally. If you are currently not able to do hands-on ministry work, then please continue to pray for our ministries and consider enabling those who can. We offer to God time, talent, and treasure. The proportion of each is up to you. I thank you for the connection that Saint, the St. Anne's family has made with me since I was a midshipman and your lifelong impact on me. Thank you, too, for listening to Mallory and me. Matios, adios, y matios por la Santa Ana. Amen. Amen.